0: Hello everyone and welcome back to another slightly delayed live stream. I apologize. Uh, the rain has has thrown a spanner in quite a few of my plans and my schedules. So, uh, but anyway, we're back after what, um, a week or so? And it's been an exciting, yeah, it's been an exciting week of football. Um, it, I'm joined currently by by Akshay and, and for those of you who remember Vishnu from two episodes ago. Yeah, always good to have him back uh, on the pod. Uh, he seems to be in good spirits as well, given how his team is performing. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, uh, Vishnu is a big fan of our, is a big Arsenal fan, and I mean, if I were him too, I'd be extremely happy with the way things are going. So I guess there's only one place to start. I feel like we've set up Arsenal, so I think it's right that we start off with Arsenal. Uh, so who?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're
2: starting just a good,
1: good way to start at Arsenal yeah, yeah. <laughs> hmm.
3: always always they, good they've maintained, they're the only team in the top uh, three leagues to maintain a 100% win record as of as of today oh the Arsenal
0: yeah, yeah. as of uh, four points uh, I mean 12 points from four games it can't get exactly. any better than Absolutely.
3: that yeah mm-hmm. too good
0: Even against Fulham, and I I mentioned this in the preview about how Fulham might be a team that causes Arsenal problems, and I think they did. Uh, I think Arsenal were good in the first half from what I saw, but then that Gabriel mistake lets Mitrovic in and, Mm -hmm. uh, and he scores, but Odegaard equalizes pretty quickly, and then Gabriel makes up for his error in the 84th or 85th minute. Uh, and yep. sends the Arsenal fans into raptures. I don't know why I'm talking, Vishnu, take it away, dude.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, first time, I mean, I think everyone's come across that's First time since 04-05 that we've won the first four games in the season. In 04-05, I think you won the first five games of the season. So we got one more to go before we equal that record. Yep. Uh, but I watched the game and I think uh, it was one of those days where... <coughs> I mean, we created a host of chances even though Zinchenko and Partey were missing and I think we lost a bit of control in the midfield because of Partey not playing and I think it was a last-minute change. So, uh, yeah. in that situation, I think Arsenal adapted really well and I mean, Fulham were no slouches. They were coming to this uh, unbeaten as well. They're drawn to Liverpool, got, you know, a few positive results and I think Marco Silva has got them, like, they're playing some good stuff Then I think mm-hmm. they're going to the best place to stay up from the newly promoted sides I think but I think Arsenal uh, as usual you know as I said one of those games where one mistake cost us. Mitrovic is on fire he's already equaled mm-hmm. I think as many goals uh, that he scored in the last time Fulham were in the league
2: mm-hmm. so
1: he's on fire and that's a big positive for Fulham as well but then I think Odegaard Odegaard I think was clearly running the show it was like I don't want to take any previous the former Arsenal players' names, or it felt like watching Fabregas from like you know seven oh eight, mm-hmm. and he's really mm-hmm. bossing that midfield in that sense. Like tight spaces, even in the defensive areas, beat or beat in the attacking half. I think he completely bossed the midfield. And even though it was a deflection, I mean, even Raheem Sterling's goal for Chelsea, the first one was a deflection, right? It's about. Mm-hmm. I think we should see the actions before the goal came about how we created that from back to front. Just direct play. I think it was just two, three direct passes. Saka, Odegaard, and then boom. And you just have yeah, that feeling, right? KVL is going to come back.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it was a really good goal. You just had uh, that really feeling. really enjoyed
3: them. really enjoyed them playing right now.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, yeah think I think in Ketia also, uh, I mean... Uh, he didn't. I think uh, every. I, at least I was surprised by the impact he had because I think Arsenal almost doubled the amount of uh, shots they had on goal after he came on in a matter mm-hmm. of I think less than eight to ten minutes. And I think yeah. he created a lot of you know spaces and made Fulham think a bit. I think that was that was huge for Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Take out Tierney, bring in Andretti. I think shifted the momentum a little bit. I think Fulham were really comfortable with what we were trying to do. You know. Till mm-hmm. Nketiah came on. Um, what's happened to Zinchenko and pare Are they out long-term? No, Zinchenko and Pade both short-term. So, both precautionary. I think mm-hmm. uh, at least one of them should play against Villa. But I think the eye will be on United on the weekend. So, mm-hmm. I think I think you will see a couple of players rested for Villa. Because I, I think Villa, poor Gerard is not been doing torridly yeah. at the moment.
3: Yeah, he's horrible. horrible. One his head. Game, he's won only one out of the last. Some 30 games that they've played, yeah, yeah, it's, it's really easy.
1: so. I think, I think you, uh, I think, F, it, compared to FPL, I think uh, if Arsenal do rest a couple of key players, I wouldn't mind it because you're playing at home as well. And mm-hmm. make a result against Villa, just keep the momentum going, right? It's all about just shift, keep keep the momentum going, and let's see game by game, as Arteta said, right? Stay humble and stay hungry. I think Arsenal fans yeah. should. <laughs> listen to those two <laughs> words a little more then oh I, I, I have heard somebody say like, I
0: opened up Twitter and someone was talking about repeating the Invincibles next year so I don't think humility is currently the mood around Arsenal at this point no I, I think I'm going by that stay humble and stay high. <laughs> you got to do a bit of both <laughs> here now yeah <laughs> but, but realistically um, like I think one, once Europa kicks in is probably when Arsenal will hit the skids a little bit Un-
1: yeah, mm. but see uh, un- that's all if you look at the stat. Oh, four five, we finished mm-hmm. second that year to Chelsea, Mourinho's debut mm-hmm. season. And my thinking is Arsenal got sixty-nine points last season, and mm-hmm. we have to get at least eleven or twelve points more this season to be comfortably yeah. in the top four.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: To be comfortable, uh, but I, yeah, the, I question you, you asked,
3: but also last year they they lost the first four games, and this year they've already they've made up for those lost. Eleven points that they they missed that last last year, you know, so that's already a bonus point for them to to I think definitely finish yeah. top four.
1: But then Abhin, you were talking about the Europa League. I was just looking mm-hmm. at the fixture list, even though we got to take it taken game by game. So I was mm-hmm. just looking at post United right, and the Europa campaign kicks off right after the United game on the eighth, and we play FC Zurich. But mm-hmm. what's interesting mm-hmm. to note, I haven't looked at the other teams' fixture list yet in terms of the Europa, like Manchester United or even the Champions League. But if you look at mm-hmm. post-September uh, 8th, Arsenal play Zurich. Then you've got Everton in a, a, at home, PSV mm-hmm. at home, Brentford, which is again in London. Then the mm-hmm. North Derby, which is at home again in London. Then we play Glint mm-hmm. at home and we play Liverpool at home. So, we're essentially in London for almost a month till the 9th of October. And four games, we're well, almost
0: done. I don't think that's the so travel is the issue. I think it's the it's the recovery. It's
1: that Thursday Sunday because right? that's what you're playing. Um, yeah, and, but I think that's where the man management and uh, the personnel will who he who he picks and who he puts up on the lineup. I think that's that's where Arteta's, uh you know he's going to be questioned. Those, but I, I mean travel wise, I don't because I think Europa. Look at the teams mm-hmm. that are playing. I think the traveling yeah. is what takes sucks it out of the team. So, I'm at least happy to look yeah. at this and say, oh, we're not we are not going anywhere, guys. We're in London for a month. Wrap up mm-hmm. the Europa group fiction by the fourth game uh, max. And then you're good to mm-hmm. go. Then you play Leeds, City, and then you're more relaxed. Like, you're not thinking about yeah. the Europa knockout stages and all that. So, I think that's a big bonus in terms... At least for us, in terms of the fixture list. We got, maybe th- got lucky or...
3: But do they have know. the? depth in the squad to pull through that whole hectic schedule of this that's a question that we yeah but I think
1: that's what last time we were talking about signing or two I mean I think Arsenal left it late in letting Pepe go but I think if they can nick Neto in Jorge Mendes was doing something there were some murmurs by Onstein as well saying there might be a deal but I think Wolves might price us out of it so maybe I think Arsenal will look for it at a loan option
2: Hmm. I think, I think, that, I think um, that's more
1: realistic for Arsenal. To get a loan in till whatever the year and then sign someone big in Jan, hold out till Jan.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, I honestly think Pedro Neto on one wing and Martinelli on the other um is is as a mouthwatering prospect for Arsenal. Um would but I don't know if it's if they'll they'll be able to cough up what they're asking 50 million for him.
2: Um, yeah, I think it should
1: be 35, 40 tops for netto.
2: Hmm. Yeah. But injury, that's not the market Islamist. we live in,
1: right? Yeah, funnily enough, that's that's not <laughs> the market we live in there, which is
0: for me like so bizarre when Anthony Gordon is being quoted at sixty, sixty-four million and Anthony uh well something about Anthony's. Uh Anthony is being quoted at what, eighty-five million euros uh pounds. So it's a has Anthony even weird. scored
1: more than ten goals a season?
0: He's got some seven seven goals and eight assists. They this I believe the signing is purely happening because the manager wants him. And I think there's a relationship Legit- with the manager. And he's fairly young, and I think he's like twenty-two, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's 22, definitely 22. a hot prospect. If you play if you play football manager, like Anthony's rise to the top is quite insane. Uh but um it's like I, I, I'm still skeptical about that signing, and I think we'll get to United as and when we do. But as for the Europa thing, I think if Arteta just wraps up Jesus in cotton wool, and I'd say Odegaard even to that extent, and essentially just plays the kids and has them uh, get through the group stages, because I honestly I think Arsenal can breeze through the group stage with their um, with their B team, and then bring in Jesus and Martinelli and the big guns in... Yeah, but um, I'm just looking forward a to
1: smashing up Van Nistelrooy to be honest I just want Van, <laughs> Van Nistelrooy <laughs> to be smashed to pieces that's all I'm looking forward to you know uh, but
0: that's like a oh come on that's, that's what since 18 15, 17 years ago
2: <laughs> 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 some moons never heal. <laughs> yeah uh,
1: I look well, at the draw, I said PSV, let's go. You know, add it, send it. They're going to be paying for his blood. I can imagine. I can going going
0: imagine Ty tie, uh, tie on Arsenal fan TV going, "Rude van the cheat. So, right.
3: it's be, uh, and ima- imagine if the inevitable happens.
0: What, that PSV ends up beating Arsenal? You know, that's right. Yeah. For, for all you... Yeah, I mean, yeah.
1: the best yeah. side in the group apart. I mean, Arsenal mm-hmm. and PSV. Yeah, so... Mm-hmm. You know how these narratives work, right? We just think
0: it's like always always you expect something to happen and it does a full 180 and you're just like damn <laughs> I guess okay yeah but uh, I'm just but saying with Arsenal
3: yes, we just got to yes, get we through we one three out of
1: that. yeah go ahead we just got to get through as I said till uh, what till the 7th of October and then we have that little tricky where we play Liverpool and City fairly close to each other those are the, the I feel those are going to be the real testers for Arsenal and obviously the derby, but derby form goes out of the window, so I'm not taking that into don't.
0: Into consideration.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. The Derby's not at the Emirates this
0: year? Yeah. Uh, so so it's the standard like thing where it's, uh, where it, the season begins at the Emirates and the and the concluding derby is at White Hartley and
3: fixed
0: <laughs> <laughs> by a random system.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the TV Always. broadcasters deciding. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, All the yeah, of course. Uh, but I mean, Jesus, not on the score sheet this week. Um, one of the most owned FPL assets. So quickly, actually, you want to talk about FPL? We'll quickly like give a little
3: oh, man.
0: Uh, nod oh, to it. Man. I didn't have a great week, guys. I have eleven points sitting on my bench. I don't know what you're talking but you had,
3: about. we had an overall of some ninety points. So. 88 some
0: or something 88. Yeah, points. Some I have been yeah, below the average for the for the last see I okay this is Nine. kind of hmm, this is okay this is, I, I'm going to use FPL to like segue into our next point because it makes sense. So majority of the world right believes the mosala uh, what do you call FPL is, right. you know is, is yeah exactly we all did and I was a part of this uh, of this little mosala church Mosque. (laughs) (laughs) But um, And then I think sometime over the last year, you keep looking at the way he plays. And purely based on the eye test, I've had a feeling that this man is not all there. Or rather, he's purely down to poaching. And he's not been in form since the AFCON ended. That is true. It could have been something or the other. And I had him for the start of the season... But one quick look, and you realize everything is going on, going through on the left hand side, through Luis yeah. Diaz. You're just like, oh, okay, maybe that's the better alternative because Salah is thirty; he's not getting any, not getting any younger. Maybe that's, you know, the um, that's something you should, we should be having a look at. So I think by well, the first game week, I had of my team, and I had Luis Diaz as captain, which is why the hall is w- what it is at, uh, at this point. But yeah. that's from an FPL perspective, and. But Liverpool is it, Let's let's focus on Liverpool Bournemouth visited Liverpool And we all expected For them to be absolutely whacked Instead What we ended up getting was uh, a, a phenomenon that has occurred Only four times in the Premier League uh, Where A team has lost 9-0 Now do you know the other three times It's happened?
1: Southampton have been involved twice Southampton have been involved twice Southampton United, Southampton Leicester and United in the 90s, I think. I forget what it is. Yeah, I think
0: against if Switch yeah. is when they scored. Nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: But didn't Spurs
0: also score nine against a Wigan team, if I'm not mistaken?
3: But Sometime... I, think they I think Wigan yeah. must have scored because it wasn't a
0: 9-0. Yeah, it wasn't. I, I don't think... Because I remember the Wigan scoreline and just being like, okay, something is definitely um, on here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But but anyway, so that for them to have like kickstarted the scoring what three minutes into the half was kind of hilarious, uh, and then it just started piling on. I've never looked at a team and thought, oh my god, you guys are about like I, I've never like seen a team in recent memory that has reminded me of Derby County in 07-08 where you know they're just destined for relegation. You don't know where their points are coming from. Funnily enough, Bournemouth have points on the board thanks to Steven Gerrard's Aston Villa. A team, Another team that everyone is beating. First day of the season, yeah. First day yeah. of the season. Two set-pieces uh, completely un, undated his team. So, it's just um, it, it's a bit of a chaotic situation at Bournemouth. And I think they haven't bought well. Scott Parker, again, looks out of his depth. So, a decision has to be made at some point. Because Liverpool mm-hmm. have been poor for the most part of the season. And for them to just rock up to um, Anfield on a Saturday and blitz nine past them without Salah getting involved in even a single one of them.
3: Yeah, that was pretty uh, strange. <laughs> that was very, very so both strange. Both have Salah captains. Yeah. And I changed him a minute before the deadline from Keane. And I was like, shit, I shouldn't have done that. Anyways.
0: But Keane missed a pen. So, it, you know, you...
3: But he still like, got no points. points. I,
0: I, yeah,
1: and he got a good. yellow first, that celebration.
3: Yeah. Yeah, but he still had more points than Salah. So it would have helped in some. Yeah, anymore.
1: he still got a brace. So.
3: Hmm.
0: Yeah. Spurs are shithousing their way into the league at this point. But in terms of Liverpool, I think what, Nunes is back after this game? He missed... Um, I think he's, he's back this midweek. Oh, he's back against Newcastle is what you're saying?
3: Yeah. Two game, two game back, yeah.
0: right? Three game, right? Yeah, I think he's back on back on the weekend is what I, is what yeah. I think is going to happen. Uh, but, I mean, there's not much to say about Liverpool until they, they, they sign a new midfielder. I think they're in the market for a new midfielder. Um, and given that the transfer window is... <laughs> like, teams are playing on the day the transfer window shuts. And that's very rarely happened. Uh, because of this weird congested season we find ourselves in. So I expect. Yeah, I think a with Liverpool,
1: more. like it's fair. It's, I think it's fair, fair par for the cause that they're struggling because uh, I, I think it, again, Klopp is in a rebuilding process. Like he's in that middle ground where he's he's got some established players, but he needs to make a few more signings to really get the core back. Then the core mm. itself is aging with like Henderson, Milner, and you know Van Dijk has made a few mistakes, uncharacteristic of him, but he's still making mistakes. Trent has come under huge, you know, criticism for his mistakes from. At the beginning of the season. Uh, so I think a couple of players, like established players, are making mistakes and the yeah. injuries have mounted for Liverpool that have, you know, in like the, uh, the, I mean, Klopp's come under even more criticism for that. But I think once, you know, Jota comes back, few players come back from injury, I think, I think they should be fine. But I don't think Liverpool, they might be in trouble here. I really do think it might be an up and down season for them
0: it might be. I, I seriously i don't i don't think yeah. it's guaranteed
1: top 4 for them oof I,
0: I i wouldn't go so far as to say that because you don't you never know with this team right this team has this insane knack of just like clicking into gear and then going on a run uh, they do have a, a massive load of injuries i think they do need to strengthen in midfield because they're an aging squad right most of their squad, most of their team is on the wrong side of um, uh, of 30 or like at least the all, like early to like mid-30s. So mm. you sense that there, there needs to be a refresher that, that, that comes through. Um, also, Klopp kind of needs to figure out a, a system that is not so reliant on his fullbacks or rather can be reliant on his fullbacks, but they need more protection than what they're currently getting. There's no other Van Dyke in the market right now. I don't think you're going to find a lifer like replacement. But also at the same time, it's uh, you. You need to have um, cover for your for your fullbacks. Who are also I think Robertson is what 27, 28 this year, or or somewhere in his somewhere close to his thirties. Um, Trent is only going from strength to strength, but defensively, if Anthony Elanga mm-hmm. is doing things to you uh, on a football pitch. Uh, I think it's it's time you really buckle down on the de- on the defensive aspect of your game. So you, I don't see them having a like a topsy turvy season. I think they'll be good enough to finish in the top four purely because the other contenders for the top four are in worse situations compared to Liverpool. So I have full faith in them making the top four. Might be it by the skin of their teeth. I finally have them winning the league at the start of the season. Yeah. Uh mm-hmm. and but at the same time I kept negating that point saying there's no money, so that's going to, they're
1: going to suffer for it. Um so I clearly can't make up my mind. <laughs> so, I, I think I think they'll I think they'll accept that mistake by by Jan. I think that was a huge you know blow to Liverpool. Huge error. I guess you want yeah. to keep Salah,
0: who is the talisman who's caught the goals, but the grunt work and the dirty work is happening on the left hand side and the number of times that man has pulled. Uh, that team out of the mire when it comes to the big games uh, is like, I'm not a Liverpool fan. So for those of you who are Liverpool fans, let us know. Is <laughs> it's, 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 it's testament to the kind of player he is. Right. And for them to have lost him and to not quite replaced him, I think Luis Diaz is a close enough replacement a few years from being the finished article. It's only about 24, 25 right now. So it'll be interesting to see how Liverpool progressed this season. But Speaking of somebody else who's had no trouble fitting in, you have Erling Haaland at Man City. Um, now, this was this was pure chaos because I think I, I wasn't able to catch this game but I heard through various groups that uh, City were 2-0 down from two set pieces. And you actually a great yeah, usually Palace gives them a lot of trouble, and you and I thought Palace would help see them. Uh, you know, would help would kind of see the game out, and then in comes Bernardo Silva, uh, leading the fight back once more, and then then the Harlem show begins. I read an Athletic Athletic article today talking about how managers uh, have been reaching out to each other to try and discuss how to contain the guy.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Because they don't know if they should stick with him, if they should let him go. Uh, like, what? Yeah. Let him, how does one contend with Erling Haaland? The man has taken to the prem like a fish has fish to water. It's just—I <laughs> I mean, I've never looked at a team, a city team that, first of all, has passed every team to death for about three years at this point. And then mm-hmm. you add this stone cold killer up front, who just uh destroys defenders and um and opposition fullbacks. How what do you do? Like who like who is the contender? Who's the closest contender to City this year? Or have we already
1: given up the league? I, I think this year could be a little surprise. Uh, uh, I don't know. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Because if you look at City, they had a very slow start to the season, especially defensively. They have had slow starts to games, in fact. You know, you look at the Newcastle game, you look at, the, you look at the, yeah. the Palace game as well. Even though the first goal was a own goal by Stones and then, you know, Palace do. They played, they were solid first half. You know, I think Palace deserved that 2-0 lead, the football they played. Mm-hmm. But then City just have that quality up front with Haaland, right? He's, he's the X-factor. I mean, Nunez hasn't shown us that because he's probably not got enough opportunities because of his daft action that, because of which he got yeah. sent, sent off. But I think I think mm-hmm. City defensively have not looked good. And if, before the transfer window, Bernardo leaves, if Bernardo leaves, that, that could be a huge loss because you know what he's done for City. Of course. Yeah. He's one of the That's most underappreciated players at City. Yeah. Like, completely I think Pep, underappreciated.
0: Yeah, I think Pep has put, a, um, uh, put an end to any of the Bernardo... Transfer um, saga mm-hmm. talks. Yeah. He said he's not going anywhere. He can play four to five positions. Uh, I want him in my team.
1: Abaza left yeah, him but too he, late, right? yeah, I don't know. When I saw the game, his body language still didn't look like. I mean, he wanted to get a positive result for City, but for some reason, his body language wasn't wasn't looking the same. For some reason, like he wants to leave too much into yeah. it. But
0: no. I definitely saw it too. But I think. Uh, but I don't think City will let him leave. I think when... The the, I, the one thing I admire about City is they don't get sucked into transfer sagas. Even with the Cucurella thing, the moment Brighton started quoting 60 million, they said, you know what? You're good. They went, went and picked up a 21-year-old left-back left, left back from, from La Liga. Um, they had Julian Alvarez, they had Haaland wrapped up uh, and ready to go before the season even began. Um. So just... You know, such an efficiently run team.
1: Yeah, but historically, you see, Pep has had fallouts with players with a little bit of pers- personalities. Lata and Aguero in the recent past. You know, people who stand up for themselves. He's had issues with personalities, you know. So, mm-hmm. it's not... I don't think it's out of the realm to think Bernardo could force a move. because I initially
0: thought that would have happened. Yeah. Yeah. I initially thought that would have happened with Haaland, given how Haaland's thing is that he's a stallion and he likes to, like, you know, he's the only, you, 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 like, you don't yeah. um, I mean you don't chain up a stallion, like, you let it run free. And but I, Pep's system is so particular about where each player goes, what they do, what the action is. There was an interview last week where he talks about how he hates players who perform skills. Uh, and it's yeah. just not Mm-hmm. something and if you go back and look at his career the first thing he did at Barcelona was get rid of Ronaldinho who is one of the most skillful
1: players to ever play the game um, Charleston so should take some tips on that no? <laughs> <laughs> you can't kick the Brazilian
0: player out of the Brazilian game like, it has made them who they are no. he's not playing in
1: Brazil he's playing in Brian class backyard <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: Joga uh, bonito, my
3: friend <laughs> uh, But, but uh, speaking of the Haaland saga I think it's a bit too early to talk about The relationship between manager and player Just few Not even like a month Month in We'll have yeah, to wait some I, more I, time I, sure. I,
0: I, I don't know how when city's, City Hit a bump What that bump is going to look like So you never know how seasons play out But right now, they look almost unbeatable. I think the only team that is capable of stopping them to an extent were Liverpool, for that matter. Uh, I think the way Arsenal are playing and the way how quickly Arsenal move forward. And if you look at that first half, I know it's like a joke at this point, but that first half against City last season at the Emirates, where they played them off the park. And they're a better team now to like, Take the game to them over two halves so you will be interested mm. to see how Arsenal combat the, the city threat but more than anything else I see I see Conte giving them a real headache at least up till February because even Spurs haven't clicked but they're just like uh,
1: you know churning out points they, they, you can tell that, that's like what that, Kulusevsky said I don't know if you saw the Kulusevsky yeah. interview he said he, he doesn't care about you know enjoying stuff enjoying yeah. training enjoying yeah. your how you're playing yeah. he just wants to win right he's, yeah And but then everyone keeps saying that's why he doesn't last too long because he's so intense the intensity just drives them crazy you can't go at 120 for three, four, five years right I feel yeah if Spurs have a chance of
0: a, of a trophy this year this is the season. I mean, like any time, if they've ever had like a, um, a a shot at a trophy, this is probably the year, right? Because I I think by next year, you uh, by next year you're, it's going to be a real problem for um, for the Spurs players and with contest tactics. Exactly. I think by then it's going to start to wear them down, and it's for no fault of their own. They're only human. There's only so much you can take before just. Uh, uh, pushing back,
3: right? And also you look, look at like with... the well, Champions yeah. League the Champions Sorry, League but... fixtures for them is going to be tricky as well. I don't think they have the depth in their squad so to... I think have depth, a lot of depth in the yes. game after game. Uh, I, you, I think well, you see Richard. I
1: Richard's... think the easiest draw in the Champions yeah, League. Yeah. I think yeah.
3: so too. No, but given, have... given that Conte is so uh, you know, like pushing his players to do they complete more than the 100%, like 200%. I, the intensity is going to eventually wear them down.
1: I think. Yeah, but I think the, if you look the, at uh, Conte's European record, actually, if you just go look it up, he's done very mm-hmm. poorly all across the board in Europe. Beat with Juventus, beat with Inter Milan. You know, he's. He, you remember how he lost that final, I think, to Sevilla with Lukaku uh, botching it yeah. in the end, mm-hmm. and they yeah, were heavy yeah. favorites going in going in that. They should have comfortably won that game and even with Juventus they, they, I think one year they got relegated by they with Drogba and Schneider with a combined age of like 60 they, got, mm-hmm. they lost away from home when they were leading and completely screwed up so I don't think I think his European record isn't the question but support mm-hmm. in support of Spurs here last 17 games they won 12 drawn 3 lost 2 I think mm-hmm. they've amassed the most number of points since March so I think if I think Arsenal should not even be in the contention for the title I mean, still not in the conversation, but Spurs. I think people should definitely start putting more pressure on Spurs because I think no one's putting pressure on Spurs. Yeah, like, that's the thing, right? They're flying under the sound. The sound is not on them.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've just been thinking of this. I've been saying this for a while. I've been saying for Dark House, given the business, given the the players uh, that they have and the caliber of players that they have, they are they should be one of the contenders for the title. And they and you look at Son. Son is. Not the not the player he, he was when he finished the season last season, so yeah. he hasn't clicked either. It's just Kane who is just getting them through games. Uh, there's a team that's figuring out what it what kind of beast it it really is. Uh, I think they've, they're they're going after they're going after Dan James now.
3: To, yeah, just literally. Yeah,
0: yeah. To supplement their their pressing unit, so. This is like an all. I think what's happened is Daniel Levy's looked at Conte and thought, I'm never going to get an opportunity to hire a better manager at this point. Like, he's done the Jose Mourinho um, run, it hasn't worked out. He's given, like, he's completely submitted to Conte's whim. I think having Paratici there has obviously helped. Uh, let's talk about Spurs and Forest, right? Because I think Forest ha- gave them a real game. Uh, it really Spurs, did. Yeah. Was
3: yeah. A really good game. They played this in the of football,
0: but Spurs have this, like, yeah, any any knack of just uh grinding through those periods of the game and then ultimately finishing it off. I thought by the start of the first, second half, when uh, they concede that penalty, um, it, it was over that that was going to be the end for um and for yeah. Forrest. But Dean Henderson, yeah. penalty free kicks,
1: penalty what kick a save. specialist, first time in four yeah, years, great. game's been denied. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, so I wasn't the I was in the Premier League, right? I think yeah. even what yeah. in the, Premier. The, the Euros he missed against Schmeichel saved, and the then Premier. Kane taps in the rebound. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's when you think, oh, you know what? there might be something here for uh, for Forest. F- fast forward a couple of minutes later, like a, about twenty yards, minutes minutes later, and Kane is unopposed at the back post bizarre goal to consider. Like, I was just like looking at that goal and just staring at the defenders going what is that, yeah. who is the biggest threat in the box? Like <laughs> who's but the one scoring the goals? No, but, but to be indeed. fair
1: Richarlison like worked his socks for that goal. Like he ran back to the, uh, yeah. to the you know touchline yeah. just harried yeah. the defender or the midfielder who had the ball got it back outside of the foot unmarked.
3: Like that I think was yeah. it was all
1: Ishaar on that. It was Ishaar
3: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. When do you, it was great, when do you great see
0: following? When do you see Richarlison replacing Son in the starting eleven? Because I think it's coming.
1: It should come, I think. If, if Conte wants to show who's boss and really lay down a marker for a starter, I think he should. Act, he should do it sooner rather than later. Yeah, because we're four game weeks in, and Son
0: looks like a shadow of himself. Um, yeah,
2: makes making
0: really stupid. You know, it's like you know when a player is not informed, they make those really stupid decisions and try to force the issue. That's yeah. clearly what Son's doing, and it's and it's not working. Uh, I think either this game week, game week five, or game week six, by at least by the weekend, if he doesn't score, or doesn't pick up his form. You you're going
1: to see the Charleston in the starting lineup.
0: Come yeah, he it might no get prisoners. frustrated.
1: You know, Son might get frustrated, equal Jakas for Red Cards for Arsenal because he's already got <laughs>
2: three.
1: that. Wouldn't be a bad <laughs> stat, no. Yeah, I mean, I,
0: it would you know, it would just be so. So so son of him to find his form just before the derby, and then like present that headache
3: as always <laughs> go
1: in the derby.
0: Huh?
3: Speaking yeah. speaking of son, uh, did you hear what Conte had to say about him? What did, that, he say? What did Conte uh, say about him? That if uh, if there was a guy who had to marry my daughter, it would be him because he's a gem of a person. But uh, you know, Son I mean, is Deli the one he's off now.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know son is the most popular man in 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 south korea right he's like
3: yeah
0: he's bigger than bts he's bigger than any of the other south korean sensations literal prince of korea is what they call him uh, and yeah. he's still so and the whole thing is like his whole charm is that he's he's humble and you know he's um he's got that sense of a, a, like he's he's kind of approachable he, He's an absolute ass on the football pitch. Okay, like I'm going
1: to be extremely straightforward <laughs> about it. He's always falling down, crying, and so I said he's got three red cards for Spurs in less than half the time Jaka has uh, yeah. played. It is, it is, the whole marketing gimmick is not going to work, but he's it's not going to
2: work. work. Yeah. Yeah. I think Rob it's Holding real has real. an
1: axe to grind. Is, yeah, uh, if this,
0: I don't think he's starting the derby. I think what is Ben White still going to be a right back at that point? Is
1: Tommy Asu any close to a return? I mean, you'll see when it comes around. You know, I'm actually trying to get the tickets because I'm going to be there, but I don't know. Oh, nice. Uh, if I, if oh. I get, I might I, I mean, might so. go, but I haven't had any luck yet. Oh, Twitter is your friend, my friend. Like, the last time I got tickets, funny uh, enough
0: for the Spurs game, uh, you need to, like, sit and find people on Twitter. And uh, I'm, I'm saying this to anybody yeah. who is going to go watch a game at some point. Um, make sure, like, if to not get scammed register, if they ask to register on the website and provide, I think, a, a CRM code, um, it's only then are they actually legit because most of, oh. like, especially uh, they do it with Spurs, like, you can't transfer tickets to people who aren't members. Um, no, I'm a member, so... Yeah, so I think you should be good, right? Like, yeah. you just to let them should know be. if you have the... If, let them know your CRM code and they'll, then they'll
1: just uh, transfer it out accordingly. Let's anyway. Yeah. Back to Spurs.
0: Back no. to Spurs, Spurs. Yeah, back to Spurs. So, um, yeah, I think Spurs definitely, um definitely the closest contenders that Guardiola will have to keep an eye on uh, for, for the title. Will they win it? Probably not. Will they cause somewhat of a headache? Oh, for sure. Speaking of headache-causing teams, let's move on to the 12pm uh, the kickoff of the weekend where Man United took on Southampton, rejuvenated the rejuvenated Man United game. The marquee game.
1: The marquee game of the weekend.
0: I, I was <laughs> looking forward game. to it the
2: most. <laughs> mm.
0: I expected, like, <laughs> in the, if you've seen the preview, <laughs> I would said, oh, a 2-2 draw is what I expect from this game. And yeah, it almost yeah, really two-two delivered
3: two-two. A, a draw. Yeah,
0: 2-2. I I picked a 2-2 draw, right?
1: Uh, so, yeah, 1-0, yeah. right? Bruno, Bruno. Fin- yeah,
3: yeah, it was a... There was a
0: one It was a 1-0. A, yeah. A great fluid attacking move that ultimately saw it was a um, United,
2: for sure. yeah,
0: United go uh, go ahead with, with Bruno scoring. And then began uh, began the, the second half of, of pure chaos where, neither, where United just couldn't control the ball. And I am so sick of a team that just can't hold on to the ball. It's like they have five passes in them before they ultimately give it away. Mm-hmm. Um, purely, but coming from a biased perspective, I'm just happy they came out of there with a win because that yeah. snaps a seven-game uh, losing streak away from home. Oof, it makes for so brutal, brutal viewing. Um, if I think it was one of those
1: cases where United were like, you know, bit handbrake on because of the situation, because of that away record, and because of yeah, know, the last yeah. start to the season, I guess. So, I mean, I, I don't think they wanted to go for it, even though they were trying to go for it. Because it was, it was they caught in between, I guess, you know? Yeah. How much risk they should take. And I think that ended up in a stalemate of sorts. And it worked out, I guess, because. Yeah, kind of. I think, so, I mean,
0: quality. Southampton have kind of had a good start to the season. Yes, they did end up rolling over and uh, f- for Spurs on the opening day. But then if you look at Which the they games, they <laughs> Yeah, somehow. No, funny, they beat them last year on the, on the ground. Last year, I think. Did they? Uh, yeah, they, they beat them last year at, at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Yeah, but Spurs always um, seem to beat
1: them. It's like their team.
0: Yeah, that, especially away from home. I, the, the, there was a season where I think it was under Mourinho, where Spurs, they scored four past them in in the first half or something along those lines. Because Southampton were playing the suicidal high line that Son and Kane were just exploiting um, <laughs> for fun, right? So... Yeah. But like, but coming back to the United game, it's just, you still, you look at that team, you look at Casemiro and you look at Ericsson Bruno and they still need another midfielder after all this money spent. And that's, and that's the really irritating part about supporting this useless club is that they spend exorbitant amounts of money. And once the spending is done, there are still massive holes in the squad that need to be filled. Now, i Just like the roof
1: at Old Trafford.
0: Oh yeah, the the stadium is just <laughs> falling, falling <That's> apart. Right. <laughs> it's just the the stadium has not been upgraded be. since 2005, and that and, and that time it was considered state of the art, right? <laughs> now other stadiums have all caught up, and this just looks like they call it old toilet, and because <laughs> it's it's a stadium that's that's decrepit, that's that's falling apart, and has had no um, uh, you know no renovations
3: that of, of no. Yeah, they need to um, they need to get their acts together.
1: Yeah, I think what United quickly. already spent 200 million right in the transfer window I think oh, it was yeah. close so to think, spending 200 yeah. million
0: so they 2, spent 200 million yeah. yeah 160 on on Casemiro no sorry uh, 84 70 160 or 70 on Casemiro yeah 60 on uh, what's his name Martinez uh, Martinez and and now 100 and now on, uh, on uh, Anthony 80. yeah 80 or 100 mm-hmm. on Anthony What's really irritating is the is um, <laughs> like what I mentioned. Right? It's it's the lack of a cohesive team. Um, I, I think McTominay will will continue to start. until Casemiro finally integrates himself into the squad? And as long as that happens, you're not going to have a team in the middle of the park that's settled. Yes, Fred and Casemiro play together for Brazil. I wonder. I wonder what that's going to look like in the uh, in, in club football, and how. Um, coherent, um, they are going to look together on the pitch. In terms of the the fullbacks, um, Varan is basically um, glass ankles. You know, he's he's one injury away from us seeing Maguire yeah, or Lindelof basically. back in the uh, back in the squad. Um, the same why goes why both of them. It, I assume, it will probably be Lindelof more than. Um, Maguire at yeah. this point because I feel Ten Hag has kind of lost faith in him to a big to to a large mm-hmm. extent because he's it's not Phil as Jones community. also
1: available I think no? Phil, Jones,
0: Phil Jones can actually <laughs> play in midfield <laughs> but but he's last still there,
1: there.
0: <laughs> yeah he's still there like yeah. I don't know what's happening with Phil Jones or why they're just not letting him go there was uh, you yeah, should just let him go not yeah, Phil Jones game. was the center defensive. Yeah, the center defensive midfield I didn't know that you know that we all needed because I've seen him play a center defensive midfield twice. The first time he bossed Ronaldo around at the Bernabeu and the second time I think he did it to Arsenal uh, under the Moyes era. Sure. Mm. Yeah, uh, so that's the only time uh, I've seen Phil Jones play in midfield and
1: do it well. He could again he had those two crazy seasons at Blackburn where you know I didn't made him... After that, he signed for United, but he was, like, top class at the day. Till his injuries yeah. and stuff Of course,
0: There was... I think Borino also made him his starting centre-back when he first came in to the club. He really liked him, and then he got injured, and then once Phil Jones gets, gets injured, he's never the same. Like he always... Yeah, it's never the same. Uh, so, ends up... Um, messing up in some way or the other. But... United come through that game with a with a one nil. They go to Leicester next uh, um, this week. This week, yeah. that yeah, that's a good that's a good fixture for United to keep the momentum. I think they're going to lose to Leicester, given how this team is. You can never trust this team. I think until they go on a five game winning streak, or or a five game, a five game, three, three. I think three would be great at this point. We're on a two game yeah. streak. Which means the, <laughs> the Leicester game is going to be yeah. the proverbial banana skin. That,
1: uh, Who started United's say. midfield this week? Fred, uh, no, Fred didn't start. No, it was Dominic it and, uh, and Ericsson. The,
0: the team that started in Liverpool.
1: Yeah, so I think but I think I don't know why you're being so like negative. I think there were like a couple of positives from the game as well, right? I mean Ericsson played well. I think Lisandro Martinez, he's doing pretty well after his first two games. Killing it. He's I don't think he's but lost it. a duel, the stat I saw. He's not lost a duel yeah. uh, in the couple yeah. of games he's Very played good. after that. And I think his yeah. partnership with Varane is quite, like, complimentary because Varane mm-hmm. brings that experience and that physicality and then, you know, Martinez can win. So whatever duels I saw him winning in the game, whatever I watched, was those yeah. outside the box, you know, preventing those second balls from becoming loose yeah. balls and, you know, continuing the attack at least. I saw, At least I thought Martinez did really well in preventing those I, kind of attacks.
0: I think with the pro- my problem with United is that they don't control games. They're reactive as opposed to being proactive. Um, so but that's expected,
1: is, I think, with a new manager. I think that that should be expected for a while. Yeah, I, I think until Ten sh- gets his philosophy
0: mm-hmm. in yeah. and gets gets his players in, um, that's the case. But because for years, even under Oli, where United were a little more cohesive than, let's say, they've been over the last two years, right? Um, they never really controlled games. Like it wasn't like a City Liverpool situation where. You never like you'd feel safe knowing even even when the opposition team has has the ball, you mm-hmm. know that at the end of the day, they're not getting a sniff near goal. With United, it would invariably come down to huge bouts of luck or yeah. individual um, performances um, from from the midfield, where where a team would be on the rise and then United would go down the end other end and score a goal and quickly kill quite kill the game. There's never a, like they're not dominant in possession, which is my big. Uh, pet peeve with that team and I and until you mm-hmm. address that that problem like you look at Arsenal right now right you have that Metronome midfielder in um, in Odegaard and he's ambly backed by the likes of Thomas Partey Zinchenko can, can do a job there uh, you've got Shaka who's now playing like an advance he's playing as a center attacking midfielder great FPL asset mm-hmm. for those of you aren't considering for, the, for those of you who are thinking twice about it um so like this, there's that midfield core where the ball circulates. And, you know, you have a team, you have the destroyer, you have the the deep line playmaker, you have the advanced playmaker. Um, one of them is also the a box to box. So it's just that does not happen at United. Christian Eriksen, as much as he's great and I love him, he's playing with a pacemaker, and we really should not be playing him as much as we're playing him. Uh, yeah. As for as for Bruno, Bruno's entire. Uh, ethos is based on trying risky shit and losing the ball 150 times this is the kind of player that's he is not, that's something
3: new from me. me. that's something new yeah but
1: me. see I mean I, I think United in terms of like a, a little comparison to Una Emery right when he came in he also I think went through a similar phase where he was like trying to build his side and there was no cohesion and they were like same similar patterns of player not in control mm-hmm. of the game, but you're somehow like sneaking in results here and there. And that at the end of the day, that's what gets momentum. So I think for some time at least, United just get the results somehow, and that will automatically come because the results will. I mean, if the results come, that will automatically follow because it'll be yeah. a result of. Yeah. Getting the three points and building confidence slowly and steadily. It's not going to happen like in one, two months, I think. But I think one of the positives or negatives you can look at it both ways is even Van Hall got a bunch of Dutch players in from wherever.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He got Depay, mm-hmm. all these guys to come in. And who play. might be coming and, back. <laughs> yeah, who might be coming back. But then Ten done the same thing. Know. But I don't yeah. know how much of an impact those Dutch players are going to have. One thing... Positive, I can say, is they're going to bring the Ajax way. I mean, they, in the sense mm. that they know what to expect from Ten Hag and the style of play and what mm. standards he expects, which can then be, which the other United players can see and say, okay, this is what he really wants and these are the standards. Yeah. But the players he's bringing in aren't really like winners-winners at the top, top level. So I don't know if the players with the big egos and with the politics going on at United with the likes of Maguire, Bruno and the camps and stuff. Is it going to work? It can work both ways, I guess. I'm looking
0: yeah, both I am think yeah, Bruno is, is a bit-
1: I, th- I think Bruno is
0: is going to be the uh, his talisman because if you've seen Bruno over the last two games, that man has worked his socks off. Yeah. In terms of... There's one thing you can't fault Bruno for this season, at least. He he likes to throw up, throw his arms up in the air and moan and be an absolute shithouse. And I think, barring Richarlison, he's the most disliked player in the league. Um, <laughs> I remember like, there's a whole thread of Liverpool fans yelling at him When Salah scored the goal uh, on Monday night, so like this, you you never you know you 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 can never fault him for his output, and I don't think Bruno will let his ego come in the way. The one person that has an ego issue is is the Ronaldo problem that we that we are all looking at. If you look at the game, there are two times where Rashford is through on goal. Uh, just upon the halfway line, and Ronaldo tries to force him to go wide, so he can set Rashford up for a cutback to him. Yeah, uh, and he—I think he also does that with—I um, forget who it was. He—he he does it twice in the game. Now, I love Cristiano Ronaldo, one of my childhood heroes as a footballer. Not—not yeah. not the greatest person, and that's well documented. Uh, but. I feel at 37, 38 you need to really reassess where you are in your career mm-hmm. and as and as for your agent who has been pimping you out to every club in Europe that even has sniffed the Champions League um, and there's, they're all saying no maybe it's a hint as to where your career is going like right now the only alternative to him is Sporting Lisbon and that probably might just might still happen, and I feel if he goes, United replace him with somebody who is in that twenty-five. Talk about Napoli also as well, right? And uh, Napoli, or Napoli also I think. I think. Yeah, but yeah. Napoli they are asking for a hundred million plus Ronaldo for Victor Osiman. United aren't going yeah, to. Yeah, it's a good Napoli. deal for United. They're not going to spend a hundred million. They don't have that money. Uh, they've given the manager his 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 marquee signings for him. But I, feel, I still maintain that that the Antony money could have been used to fill up three, four positions. Could have been used. I Right now, I believe there's a conversation for um, a swap deal happening, um, which which will include Sergino Dest as well. They're looking at Dest because Dest is surplus requirements at Barcelona, so. Mm-hmm. You, we could expect to see at least two incomings. I really hope for the sake of this stupid club that it's a midfielder and it's a right back or a or a fullback, because one visaka in all likelihood is going back to Palace on loan. Um which I'll is good. Yes.
3: But yeah. Uh, but Dalo is doing quite well so far.
0: Dalo is going doing well, but Dalo Dalo also has the occasional brain fart in him. Um,
3: which I think Which for which for United Kep- player doesn't have that occasional brain, brain fart in them.
0: Uh, all of them at this point, but I I exactly. I really, really exactly. hope that um you know we, we at least fill the full back area and the midfield area. I think with mm-hmm. the striking strikers option we're gonna have a fluid front three of Anthony's. I'm all for that. <laughs> 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 and three knees is
1: what and we're gonna call
0: Indonesia. them. So, uh, so, which
1: Anthony though, Martial or the new guy? <laughs>
0: No, what we have team? Anthony Langa, we have Anthony Marshall, and we have. <laughs> Anthony.
1: Anthony. <laughs> You're doing a Gabriel at Arsenal, no? Gabriel. Basically, Archimoli, Gabriel Magalhães and Gabriel Enzoos. <laughs> 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 That's going to be a thing More, in a few weeks.
0: Yeah, of course, for sure. Especially uh, when you play. not
3: replay them next week. Yeah. So, um, but we'll be talking about book. three Harrys in a team.
0: Who has three <laughs> Harrys. I think what Wings had. There was wings and there was Kane uh, at gain. one
3: point, but I don't know if yeah. there was a third by any chance.
0: I'm not You're quite s- sure. Okay. In, the, in the squad. Yeah. Hmm. But okay, uh, let's quickly like talk about Chelsea before moving on to the preview for the next week. Chelsea uh, hosted Leicester and then had Conor Gallagher sent off for a for a brain fart of a decision. Uh, and but still a match to come back out of that game with with three points, two goals scored. Uh, Leicester are very, very much in trouble.
1: One signing so far.
0: One signing.
2: Just
1: one, I think. Who, have they, yeah. who have they got? They got in. I've, I've heard it is not significant. Otherwise, to be on it. Yeah, but I know, everybody everybody just know one signing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I am still but surprised. Yuri Telemans is, is in that club, and no other, no big team has gone for him.
1: Because so I think he's one year left on his contract. Everyone wants to go in Jan or the summer and get him for free. Mm. Get a pre-contract in Jan, otherwise get him in then, the summer for free and mm. get him on the cheap. But I I mean, for, if I was a United player,
0: if I were the United Scouts, I'd bite their hand off at 25 million. Like you morons have spunked 50-55 million on players. Is it bargain sitting there and waiting at 25 million. You really, really should consider it. Uh, the you've chased Frankie de Young for four weeks, for four, What am I saying? For for fourteen weeks. weeks uh, and who very and much staying put. I think he's staying yeah. put. He's not going anywhere. He traveled to London today, I think, for Donny Van Der Beek's wedding. And <laughs> for about an hour, Twitter went completely nuts because there was a flight scheduled for London. But then that was very quickly put to bed, saying that he's not going anywhere. He's sitting down, taking a wage cut. And not getting his wages paid. Uh, Laporta, I, did you see pictures from Laporta at the Barcelona game? He's sporting a black eye. So <laughs> this oh, no, someone clearly understood. isn't happy. So it, there might be a story developing there as well. Uh, but Chelsea, Chelsea look again out of sorts. Which kind of it depends on on who gets that to act uh, together quickly, either Chelsea or Liverpool uh which kind of intensifies that race for the final two top top four spots i think spurs definitely are getting through i think arsenal also mm-hmm. if they keep that squad fit for the remain for the better part of the season they will get through which then puts uh chelsea and liverpool in a shootout for that fourth spot you never know what's going to happen cuz chelsea again without that striker they look quite Obama Yang seems to be um almost done they see they're a final they they are still stuck on the same issues, but I think that should be resolved quickly. Hasn't helped Rabamayang has just been burgled as well. Um not yeah, not a great a scary, reason, scary yeah. It's a, it's a scary, horrible yeah. situation. Yeah, I would never wish that upon my worst enemy, no, right? Yeah. Um and then on the other end you have Pogba who is embroiled in this own brother.
2: situation.
0: Yeah, with his yeah, one man, brother yeah,
2: who
0: is blackmailing Part of an organization that's blackmailing him for protection. Bizarre, bizarre world we too live in. Now, I, yeah, too much. Too much. As, and I feel really bad for Pogba. I, I really feel like the company he keeps, like childhood friends, are all part of that organization. Is what we've been told, right? Mm-hmm. The company he keeps has dictated where his career has gone, right from his agent, right to the people in his ear who go talk to, like even Mathis, for that matter. Um, Mathis was doing interviews with El Cherenguito in the summer saying Pogba wanted to leave and um, doing interviews with the random um, channels just to get his name out there like it's, it seems to be surrounded by a bunch of opportunistic individuals who don't really care much for him and like it's, it's just it's saddling to see what's, what's happening to such a promising career maybe at Juventus things will work out maybe he'll get through all of this but it's you, you You never know what's going to happen. Unfortunate.
3: Yeah, it's really bad.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, okay, let's quickly switch on to the previews. Does
1: anyone have any points to make about Chelsea before we switch back? Che- yeah, as you said, I think Chelsea up and down season again, but one thing with Chelsea, I think the manager is going to get them through. Top Top managers always somehow get over the line. That's the only thing I can see about Chelsea. And Sterling, I mean, he's doing well. He's, mm-hmm. he's yeah. going to, I think, yeah, I mean, he's he going to be the same guy, you know. Yeah. yeah, he almost got a hat trick, uh, I think, right? He hit the post that yeah. that one chance he had after the mm-hmm. first two goals. But I, um, I think Tuchel is going to somehow get, get get the job done. Yeah.
0: Mm. In other, like in breaking news, <laughs> 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 in other breaking news, Anthony has just landed in in England. He's set to undergo his medicals today. <laughs> I think we should see him unveiled either today, tonight, or tomorrow as a as a United
1: player, officially as a United player. Mm-hmm. Luckily, so, he's not going to the US like Fofana. Easy medical in, <laughs> in the UK. Yeah. He's not going all the way
0: to yeah. the USA. Yeah, that was that really that was very strange. Like to have to fly him from Leicester to where? To the to the, where, the daughters are in Los Angeles, right? So I think so. Yeah. Yeah, LA Dodgers, right. So, to have yeah. him go fly there and fly back, oh, poor Wesley Fofana. His brain is going to be scrambled. <laughs> All right. Hopefully he doesn't uh, start midweek then.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's going to start midweek. I, didn't yeah, I think we see him on the weekend. Start. But he's a great FPL asset to have at 4.4, 4, just saying. Um, is he only 4.4? He's 4.4, 4, yes. Post-Christmas. <laughs> Post-Christmas, yeah. Wesley Fofana <laughs> is going to be... Um, a strong, strong option. Yeah. Uh, Akshay, could you like bring us up to the previews, please? Alrighty,
2: let's do this.
0: Can I yeah. see it? We can, my good friend. Yeah. Uh, so last year we had. Last week we had. Yeah, this is last week's predictions. We had Cosmo and who was in the chat. Uh, Who
3: ultimately, who ended up winning? Cosmo, by one point. Oh, he did? (laughs) Damn it! He got got two uh, correct uh, predictions. He got the Villa game, Villa West Ham, and the uh, uh, Chelsea Leicester.
0: Oh, damn, just about. Okay, let's quickly switch on to Game Week 5 and get the preview out out of the way. Now, we kick off... um, with an exciting fixture i think palace brentford uh, a london derby <laughs> has much to offer a palace in the um, in the suburbs of croydon and brentford i'm not quite sure where they are where brentford is actually um so mm-hmm. um, brentford is also hmm. london yeah it's, but i'm not quite sure like i know palace is in croydon oh. um, but i'm not quite sure where, where brentford is
2: so I, not, you not would, like I with don't such take a chance in the um, geography. I don't know. take a chance geography
0: <laughs> <at> the geography. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> <even> <laughs> was, I'm not like some expert in London. But literally, I've, I visited London twice over the last year. And the first time I got there, I saw a bus that said Crystal Palace. And you know, you, you have those weird, uh, surreal experiences because for you, like, you viewed. Premier League clubs as this unattainable kind of place that you argument, that you only, only see on television, so to see a bus that's going to Crystal Palace was kind of weird for me. Uh, but Okay, the, my blabbering aside, what do we have as predictions for this week?
3: Palace win this 2-1. Quite a of, tough game, but they'll come, come up ahead.
0: Okay, a 2-1 win to Palace uh, I'm predicting a high-scoring game. I'm going a 3-2 to Palace. 3-1 Palace. <laughs> 3-1. <laughs> We've all gone for Palace wins. So it'll be really funny when Bournemouth,
1: when Brentford come and upset the apple cart. Uh Yeah, but only because Palace are at home. And I don't, hmm. I don't know. I'm not sure about Brentford's away form. Yeah, neither am I.
0: Sir. I think, yeah, safe say yeah. bet, Vishnu. Mm -hmm. Fulham Brighton, yeah, another exciting game. Um, What do you expect? I I think Brighton might
2: just nick this, but I think they nick it 2 1. I'm going Fulham 2 1. I think Marcos Silva, I'm going for Marcos Silva.
0: I think they're going to be, um, what do you
1: call, stoked after. After their result over the weekend. Oh, 1-1. No, 1-1. I think there were a couple of positives against Arsenal for Fulham. So, I think I'm going Fulham. I think they might get some momentum going again.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Southampton, Chelsea. Oof. What Chelsea will turn up. Usually, so Chelsea tend to slap Southampton quite a, uh, quite a bit. But I I think that
3: Southampton… Is, they won 7-0
0: last time, no? 7-0, I think they won. Six. The I just put it
3: up. Yeah.
0: Oh, six is it? Okay.
3: Um,
0: so, I I don't think you we're going to see a repeat of that score line. I think this. I think this is again a two-two draw. I, every time I see Southampton play somebody, I my brain's automatic go to is a two-two draw.
3: Um, I think I think Southampton will score, but they won't win. with so oh. Two-one.
0: I go for a two-one Chelsea win.
1: Um, what um, do you have Vishnu? You went for a 2-2, right? No. I mean, you went for 2-2 draw, right? Yeah, uh, for a 2-2, yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, actually. Uh, I wanted to go for the 2-2, but now I'm not sure. I think uh, I'll go for a 1-1. Chelsea missing a few midfielders, no control. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah. Away from home as well.
3: Oof. Everton leads Everton
0: leads I think Leeds win this comfortably 3-0 mm. oh. a bit,
3: uh, enthusiastic about the score I think it'll be a ooh, 2-0,
0: lead. Wait, 2-0 I think Leeds are going to walk
1: over Everton in this game I go go 2-1 leads.
0: They didn't uh, Everton sign they they signed Neil Mopet didn't they? I I don't think it's confirmed yet. is it? Is it confirmed? No. I think yeah I think he's he's confirmed to go there. Very bizarre signing he's not not the prolific striker that you need.
3: He was undergoing his medical and stuff two two
0: days ago. Bournemouth Wolves. Will Bournemouth get more points? I don't think so. I think Wolves Um, will beat them comfortably. uh, And I think they beat them uh, 2-0. 3-0
3: Wolves.
1: I'm going for a 1-0 Wolves. Wolves are struggling to score. Yeah, Yeah, they're not Mm -hmm. the best, the most prolific scorers. And Bournemouth are at home, so I always... I expect the game. home side to, I mean, I expect mm-hmm. them to give them a fight. So, I think, one, I don't know, one nil yeah, 1-0, full, oh, full, sorry. Mm.
0: Uh, Arsenal-Villa, is anyone predicting anything different? I think this is the game that inches Gerard closer to the sack. Uh, I think Villa don't score in this game. I think Arsenal comfortably run out 3-0 winners in this game.
2: 4-0 oh.
1: Lay down that marker before Old
2: Trafford Lay down that marker
1: before Old Trafford
0: <laughs> The thing I with Old Trafford it's always it, it really depends on what the <laughs> gods want It depends on who the ref is and, who's and who is sitting in the also <laughs> by, by gods I meant Sir Alex Ferguson so anyway, that's, <laughs> what I'm saying. that's what they're paying him 3 million a year for yeah, He's just gone back He's like <laughs> Appointed all the
1: refs. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> I that's think why Mike need
1: to around. Uh, <laughs> in wa- uh, he's in the war room still, he's
0: not retired. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure. Yeah. Like I'm sure he's there in the, <laughs> the war room. yeah, if you, you can overturn that mm-hmm. now. Uh, all right, everyone's favorite captaincy <laughs> choice this week. If you're an SPL you ha- uh, manager, yeah. If
3: yeah. And if you don't, Actually, you still haven't. doesn't have Haaland. I'm going to bring him in, in, in this week. For oh, sure.
0: Yeah. You need to like uh, <laughs> that hat-trick was was finally like lit that fire under you, didn't it?
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm going, I, I think City are going to demolish these dudes for now.
1: They're going to do a, what Liverpool did to Bournemouth? Or not that far? No,
0: no, I, that, no not no, that far. No. I think, That's a bit I much, think much. Forrest have a little more character than Bournemouth.
1: Mm. I'm going uh three one city. Three one to city. Oh seriously,
0: you're saying that, palace, that Forest city. will
1: score
3: one. Yeah. I go three uh three two nil city.
0: Oh two nil. Uh, you know Pep is gonna rotate, right? I would it'll be hilarious if we are Captain Harlan and he doesn't show up because Pep is rotated.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, he he might, you know, never no, know. Actually, yeah,
0: you never know. Uh, West Ham Spurs, another London derby. just the season for London derbies. Uh, West Ham Spurs, I expect um, Spurs to win this, but just about two one.
2: One else Spurs.
1: want to go two two. Hoping, S- praying.
3: All right, Uh, Liverpool, Newcastle.
0: Liverpool, Newcastle. Oh, this is going to be a tricky game. Um, I I expect to see Alexander Isaac start this game. I think Newcastle will give them uh, a a fair bit more trouble than Bournemouth Bournemouth did. Did did either of you see St. Maximin's goal? Oh, that uh, okay.
3: oh, was, was insane
0: no his goal he, was scored? Yeah, assist? Yeah, he scored. Scored. No, scored yeah
3: he no, scored he scored he catches it
0: on the half volley and bam bottom corner oh, I haven't got oh, that I'm going to watch that he, he yeah.
3: definitely needs a call up to the national team
0: I, I think he's too chaotic for Didier Deschamps
3: to select him is my True. opinion he's, like, he's not he's not at least be on the squad if not if not play yeah, he's not, at least be on the squad super- in terms of players, I, mean,
1: then, I think it's in Maximan and Adama are very close. You can't pick one another. Both have no end product, but they do everything before they I have been playing, like in my spare time,
0: I've been playing career mode on FIFA and I have Adama in my team. And the number of times that man has broken through on goal and, and skied the ball for like, you know, and, like completely mishit the shot that has figured out for throw-ins, I have lost count. The, it's just a horrible, horrible finisher. <laughs> See, I think Saint Maximin has more end product than Adama does, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, but he's showing
1: at least this season; he's showing more improvement, and you
0: yeah. know, it's like like there's a little more structure to his play as opposed to like previous seasons where he just yeah take the ball, beat some ten players, run to the edge of the box, and lose it.
1: I'll be interesting if the new signing plays. Uh, I said correct. Right? signing. Yeah.
3: yeah, if he plays, it's going to be. I don't see that happening. Mm
0: he might but I I think this game ends uh, in a draw I think even though Liverpool are are buoyant like are buoyant after their hammering of Bournemouth I think Newcastle are a much sterner test Mm. and if they if they show up and if they score early Liverpool are in trouble so I'm thinking a 2-2
3: 2-2 I think Liverpool are going to win it, but just by one goal margin, 2
2: Liverpool 2-1.
0: Oh, Arthur in the chat has had a horrible betting situation. (laughs) He had Kane first and last goal. And then he had a Kane hat-trick at 18-2. <laughs> oh, goodness. My gosh. Oh, that's, that, that's, yeah. got that, that's, that's got to hurt. That's oh, got to hurt, Arthur. I'm so sorry. provision uh, <laughs> oh, Vishnu seems to have dropped out.
3: Yeah. Um, let's just wrap it
0: up. Let's wrap yeah. this up. Oh, it's it's our favorite clowns. Um, I, see them, right? I see them winning this. See I them think so, too. I think I think they still let Leicester score one because it's at home. Uh, I see them winning this 3-1. The first time we see United score three goals on direct and hard.
3: Uh, I don't know if I should change my prediction because these clowns, but with, um, with Lissandro Martinez, I'm a bit more hopeful that they'll keep the clean sheet.
2: Mm.
0: Here's I don't think they'll keep it clean, <laughs> but I think they um, they they still come out winners. I think Leicester just looked toothless and extremely devoid of any ideas. Yeah. Um, Vishnu is just about back. My good friend, do you <clears> have <throat> any? I
3: think
0: he's he's there just about. But who do you there. have as? Um, who do you have scoring for us in this game?
3: Bruno uh, and maybe um, maybe Rashford. This
0: game's on Thursday, right? So tomorrow's the thirtieth, and then thirty-first is on is Wednesday. So yeah, first it's, a, it's
3: a Wednesday night.
0: No, it's a Thursday it's a, night game.
3: Oh, Thursday night. Oh, yeah, Thursday
0: yeah, night. A, Thursday night. Last game mm. week of the season. Last game game of the game week. Sorry, I think. Uh, Vishnu, who do you have for the Leicester United game, my friend? I don't. Somebody. What have you guys gone for? I can't seem to zoom in.
2: Oh, oh sorry.
0: Uh, I've, so I've gone for the three-one win to United, and Akshay has gone for a 2 0 win. Both United. Yeah, both yeah. United.
1: Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I think two-one um, United. I think.
0: A two-one. Okay, interesting. Yeah. So, good. so yeah, a two-one United is. I think is the most uh, sensible prediction <laughs> that one could possibly make. I may have been a little carried away thinking, oh, we scored three goals. I think we can score th- in a week. We, who says we can't score three goals in a single match? <laughs> Watch this prediction come back to bite me so judiciously in the ass. It's, it's going to be... Yeah, probably,
3: well, knowing, knowing you.
0: Knowing, knowing me and like, literally like, you know.
3: Knowing you and your love. Oh, yeah,
0: exactly. So... I think that's that um, for us. If there's anything else that we should cover, we will probably cover uh, on the episode of for the game week six preview. Because, and I think we'll review. we'll end up doing that on a on a Friday, or it might just be yeah. one or one or two of us who are, who are in for that episode. Given how quickly we're trying to turn this around, yeah. But Yes, that is uh, that's us. I forgot to do the housekeeping bit. So if you're listening to this either on Spotify or you listen to this on YouTube much later, we do this show live on a Monday, and then this episode becomes a a podcast which lives on Spotify, Google, Apple uh, platforms within within the hour or so. Uh, so if you'd like to engage in in conversation, today has been has been slightly less. But if you'd like to engage in conversation, uh, you can join us on the live that we do every Monday. Follow us on Instagram. There are links in the description below. Um, and we'll let you know when as and when we're going live. And if you'd like to join us uh, purely via the podcast, you can find us on Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts, all the good places where one can stream a podcast. Uh, if you haven't liked and subscribed, please do like and subscribe. It really helps us grow. Uh, and once again, to my panelists, thank you for coming. A Vishnu, always a
3: pleasure.
0: Uh, always. I think you're off to London soon, right? Yeah, we, we
1: go, we'll manage it manage it we'll figure,
0: we'll figure it out we'll ca- have you from yeah. outside the <laughs> ground <laughs>
1: <laughs> you'll, you'll have uh, you know how those uh, move, guys do it on, on our, outside. On
3: our, on our yeah yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like Vishnu fan
0: TV report <laughs> 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 uh, oh, yeah VFTV yeah. indeed. Uh, all right. Uh, I think that's us. We'll see you on the next one. Uh, take care, everyone. Cheers, guys. we we'll see you guys. Cheers. Take care. Bye. 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 Bye.